Today is October the 28th. Is the God of the Old Testament a war-loving God? Let's find out together as we look at different passages throughout the Old Testament. Now, because of the nature of some of the things that Joel says, I thought it would be good to kind of take a day off from the book of Joel and just ask the question about war in the Old Testament and God's specific role in war in the Old Testament. That's caused some people to believe that the God of the Old Testament is a warrior God, a warring God, a God who loves to kill. Um, in answer to that question, I would have three answers. Uh, the first is just the recognition that God is other. He is, in a very real sense, not a part of this world. And yet, he chooses to become involved in human history. Now, when he does, he has a particular people that he is protecting. God frequently delivers Israel from its enemies. The first point in the question of whether the God of the Old Testament is a warrior God is simply to say that one man's deliverance is another man's destruction. God delivers Israel. He delivers them frequently. And he delivers them by bringing destruction to Israel's enemies. The first time we really see that occurs in the book of Exodus. When Israel leaves Egypt and Egypt attempts to follow them and bring them back, God destroys the army of Egypt. In Exodus chapter 15, Miriam, Moses' sister, sings a song as a prophetess to Israel. She concludes that song with this chorus. Exodus chapter 15, verse 21. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. Israel was delivered, Egypt was destroyed. There is no way for God to deliver Israel without the destruction of Egypt. Now the second answer is that it appears to me that Revelation is progressive. God has something that he wants to teach Israel to do that he has to start at one place. That's not where he ends up, but it's a necessary start. In the Old Testament, we see that there are times that God tells Israel as a state to totally obliterate their enemies, to kill not only the soldiers, not only the men of war, but the old men and the young men, and the women and the children, even the livestock of that city was to be killed. Now that, 
doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. Every time it happens, the Lord links that command to destroy with the sin of that people. He makes it a punishment for their sin. Now, how different in the New Testament. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, Jesus says, You've heard that it was said, hate your enemies. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who treat you badly. What a difference. But to get there, God had to start here. If he started with the statement of loving your enemies, Israel could easily have thought that the enemies were doing things that God wanted. They could have easily followed after the gods of the enemies. God starts with saying, hate sin. Hate the product of sin. Hate the idolatry involved in sin. Once Israel caught that, Jesus could eventually say, but love the person. Seek to win them to be followers of me as well. The third thing that I would say about whether or not God is a warring God is that in the Old Testament, the state of Israel, the nation of Israel, is told at times to battle. And God joins in that battle. But individuals are not told to take vengeance on their enemies. Rather, individuals were to have mercy on their enemies. Now, the possibility of protecting your family, of protecting your possessions, that's there. Um, laws in the Old Testament uh, governed murder that was unmerited, uh, protecting oneself is certainly within uh, the possibilities of, of what God tells Israel to do. But murdering simply to take vengeance is never condoned. Is the God of the Old Testament a warrior God? Well, he is certainly more warlike than we see in the New Testament, but there are reasons for that. God has to begin to teach certain things so that he can teach other things in the New Testament. The God of the Old Testament is also the God of the New Testament. He's a God of mercy. He's a God of justice. He will judge, but he will also forgive. As we have before this week, simply end by saying that this is a great time to evaluate what the Lord is speaking to you about. Are there things that you need to let God remove from your life? Are there things that God needs to defeat in your life so that you can truly follow him 
the way He wants you to follow Him today. Please like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you used to listen to it. Tomorrow we'll answer the question, what is God's nature?